This podcast is proudly brought to you by Paul's Strength Book, an app for everyone. For less than $2 a day, you can have full access to weight training programs, nutrition, recipes, macro calculators, video library, and you can also track all of your metrics, including weight, measurements, strength, and performance. Search for Paul's Strength Book in all good app stores now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today I'm going to run solo. Now it's been a couple of weeks since I've done my most recent podcast and I guess, you know, as I've spoken about in the past, you know, I don't want to do a podcast just for the sake of it. I don't want to try and stick to a a weekly um, release simply because it's consistent. I want to make sure that each time I provide a podcast, there's good value, good content, good education, and there's substance there that someone can learn from. And this week is certainly um, is certainly that. I wanted to touch on, and, and the, actually this, this topic um, came from my colleague Kelly. She actually mentioned it to me, and I thought, you know what, that's actually a really good point. I'm going to do that because um, you know, it's, it's something that I can draw on firsthand, and that is what's next. What's next? So when, what, I'm, what I mean by that is what's next for me or what's next for anyone when the goal that they've um, achieved is now no longer available or the goal that they have aspired to for many months or many years is now achieved What's the next step? You know, we always say, or oh, have another goal before the existing goal ends, but sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes that's not possible. And as you get older, you know, I'm now 45. Um, you know, my bodybuilding career is now over. I've retired um, after having competed for over six years, 40 shows, um, competed, uh, you know, national shows, one, two pro cards. You know, I achieved everything I wanted to in that space. And don't get me wrong, I love the sport, but. I want to put more energy and focus into other areas. But in terms of you know, motivation for exercise and nutrition, obviously my bodybuilding journey was the backbone of that. So that was the reason why I went to the gym every day. It was very specific. I trained for those reasons. I had a coach um, who, who obviously directed me and provided the, the necessary support and guidance and programming that I needed to, to achieve those goals. Now... I just trained for me. And that's what a lot of people struggle with. You know, I often have conversations with clients or individuals. I'm lacking motivation. I just don't have motivation. I couldn't be bothered. When my experience tells me that I love the gym, you know, I love training. I love that feeling. And it's proven, it's a proven fact that Weight training releases so many beneficial hormones. It makes you feel amazing. You walk out feeling so good. Your brain is thinking more clearly. Some of the best ideas I've come up with from a business perspective have been during a training session. I've had to stop what I'm doing and take some notes because they were cracking ideas and I didn't want to forget them. So I'd put them in my notes in my phone. Um, And that's off the back of training. So that's when I'm at my most productive from a, um, a mental point of view. But... We don't want to forget the fact that weight training provides us with longevity. Weight training provides us with sustainability. Weight training has so many benefits to it that 
you don't need a short-term goal or you don't need this massive objective in order to keep weight training. You know, I turn up purely for me. I turn up because I know it's good for me. It makes me feel good. I love the challenge. I love the the opportunity to try and get stronger. Um, I love the fact that I know I am setting up my health and my fitness and my strength and my quality of life for years to come. And that's really important to me. You know, I've got three kids. I'm going to assume that they're going to have kids, um, you know, in, in 10 years' time or whatever the case may be. So I will potentially be a grandfather, a grandpa, whatever I end up calling myself. And I want to be there for those grandkids. I want to be running around with them at the park. I want to be playing with them. I want to be pushing them on bikes. I want to be taking them down to the water and surfing with them. I don't want to be the grandparent who is lazy, who is weak, who is, um, you know, has poor mobility, has poor posture, um, you know, can't support themselves. Um, you know, all of those things are highly possible. If you look at the older generation now, that it describes a lot of the older generation. You know, a lot of them rely on others to move around. My mother, God love her, um, you know, has poor mobility and struggles to get up and down out of a chair, but just simply due to lack of strength. Um, and, you know, as, as much as I um, want to encourage her to do strength training, that's just, you know, given that she's my mother, she doesn't want to listen to me as much as she should, um, which is fine. Like, I respect that, and that's her decision. But her mobility is not great. Her strength is not great. And it's clear. It's very evident and clear that she struggles sometimes on a daily basis just to do fundamental things that most people should be able to do without thinking. And this is another reason why I'm motivated. So in terms of what's next for me, um, it's simply a case that I just turn up. You know, I make it a priority to go to the gym five days a week. It's a non-negotiable of mine unless I'm away, unless there's something else pressing that I have to attend to. Um, but I will get to the gym and I will push myself. You know, I've, I'm structuring and, tr- and programming myself at the moment. Um, so I've got, you know, deloads in place. I've got um, specific training on things that I want to improve on, whether that be a certain movement, um, a certain mobility challenge, or just general strength. Like, for example, at the moment, I'm really enjoying the hack squat. I've hit a PB nearly every week for the last couple of weeks now, um, and I'm making great progress. I'm, I'm, I'm lifting more than I ever have on that particular machine because I've stuck with it. I've persevered. I've strategically programmed it so that I can see progression and can, achievement, uh, can achieve it. But at the same time, my head's got to be in it. You know, you, it's all well and good to turn up to the gym, but you've still got to put in. You've still got to be mentally ready to work and work hard. And um, a lot of people struggle with that. You know, they struggle with this idea of motivation when motivation comes from discipline. Like every single day, I'm thinking, okay, when am I going to fit my gym in? Okay. And some days I know when I'm training because of my workload and my schedule. I know exactly when training will take place. And that, and I don't miss that unless, again, something unforeseen pops up. So it's a non-negotiable. It's scheduled in. It's part of my week. It's part of my lifestyle. Myself and my wife often train at the same time. And I find that highly motivating as well. Even though we don't train together in terms of the same exercise at the same time, just knowing she's in the gym is highly motivating for me because that inspires me to work harder. She might just sort of glance over and have a look and go, oh, Paul's training really well today. You know, I want to impress her. It doesn't matter that she's my wife or my, my you know, a girlfriend of two weeks. I still want to impress her. Um, and, and again, another reason to be motivated, another reason to be disciplined. And that's what it comes down to. Motivation comes from discipline. And once you realize that, 
you will achieve so much more. So whether you've got a strong objective, a strong goal, a strong why or not, it doesn't matter because health should be the first thing you think of in terms of how your week looks, how your year looks. Health is so important. Without health, you're no good to anybody. And I've said this time and time again, and sometimes it's something that people lack in terms of changing the way that they behave and their attitude towards health and fitness. How or why, I don't know, but at the same time, I guess I can understand it to a degree because I did live that life once upon a time. But over the course of 10 years, having worked in this industry, and maybe that is somewhat of an advantage, um, but I will spend the rest of my professional career continually speaking this way about health and fitness and the importance of, because I know what the population will be like if we don't prioritize health and fitness. There's going to be a massive surge and pressure on our health systems, on our aged care systems, on our welfare systems. Um, and people won't be those systems won't be able to keep up because the the ever increasing population in those age brackets will outnumber the amount of services, the amount of staff, and the amount of um, you know finances that are available. So all of a sudden we're going to have a, a massive problem. But if you take the time and do the work now, you'll eliminate that issue. You know I've I've had a client uh, who's recently started with me who's sixty five. And, you know, she asked me the question, you know, is it is it too late for me? Can I still make some physical change? I said, absolutely, 100% you can. Sure, age is a consideration in this, in this space, but there's no reason why you can't make some physical change, why you can't improve your strength, your bone density, your nutrition, your metabolism, your brain function. There's no reason at all, simply by improving your health and fitness and your attitude towards it. And if you do that, well, then the world is your oyster and the next 10, 20, 30 years will be so much better than they potentially could have been had you not made that start and that's really important to understand. So for me personally, what's next is the next session. The next session is next. So I train this morning, train legs, tomorrow I'm going to train again, it'll be upper body and I always look forward to it. You know, where we live in conjunction to our gym is about a 25 minute drive. It's not that convenient. There's actually a gym in, like we live in a small country town and there is a very small pokey gym in town that's literally a four minute drive away. But we choose to go to a bigger gym that's 25 minutes away because it obviously caters for more for more equipment um, and the type of training that we like to do. But we make the conscious effort to drive there Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, we will make that effort and spend that extra time driving back and forth to ensure that we get to the gym. So we don't have excuses. That could be an excuse, but we don't make it. So that was the primary point I wanted to get across. What's next? But there is something else I want to touch on in this particular podcast that has come to my attention, particularly over the last couple of weeks. I've had, I think, three individuals reach out to me at various stages in the last couple of weeks and and asked to cancel coaching. Now that I don't take, excuse me, I don't take that as a reflection on my service or my coaching as a whole. It's where they are in terms of their own journey. And rather than just going, yep, that's no problem. I'll cancel it. I go back to them and I, and I, I give them some more information, a little bit more assistance and guidance because the majority of people that want to cancel are those that are unmotivated at the moment. Their mental health is, is sort of a burden on them. They're not feeling great about themselves. They're somewhat depressed. They can't get started or they might have made a start and then fallen off due to personal circumstances or whatever. 
but we know for a fact, and my wife actually brought this stat up the other day, and I'm going to get her on in a, in a future podcast to talk about this in more detail, but I think it was in 2015, and I hope I get this right, that it was, um, it was approved um, in 2015 for doctors to actually recommend exercise and nutrition for clients suffering from depression because they knew those that tested it and had done the research knew that it helped, knew that it made a positive impact. Unfortunately, fast forward to 2023, doctors still don't do that. And this is by no means a rag on the medical um, you know, uh, industry or doctors in general, but doctors act as a conduit, right? They listen to your symptoms and they'll either refer you to a pharmacy where they'll give you a referral for drugs or they'll refer you on to a specialist. They won't actually say, hang on, that can be fixed through simply improving your exercise, improving your diet, getting better sleep, drinking more water, getting some sunshine. And depression is certainly one of those factors. And it's proven that if you get more sunshine, you're going to feel better because of it. Your melatonin production goes up. If you get more exercise, guess what? Serotonin uh, releases more. Endorphins releasing more. Uh, dopamine releases more. You get that fix. You feel better because of it. And then all of a sudden, that depression goes away. And I'm not saying it'll go away forever because obviously it's something that a lot of people are challenged with but it can be remediated, it can be worked with, particularly if you're focusing on health and nutrition. And it's been proven that it can help through research. This is a fact, we can't ignore this. So when someone comes to me and says, I wanna give up or I wanna throw in the towel or I wanna I want to back off coaching for a while because I'm just my head's just not in it, I'll go back to you and I'll say, well, why? Why, what's the alternative here? Okay, you came to me for a reason. You want to improve your health and fitness because you knew it would make you feel better. You knew it would give you more energy. You knew it would give you more confidence and it would get you out of the state you're currently in. So do you want to go back to that? Is that really what you want to do? Or is it the case that you're just giving up because one, you're impatient, two, you're lazy, or three, you just haven't seen the results that you want in the short space of time that you're doing it, which effectively is being impatient. Those things can be overcome. Those things can be overcome. You just have to put in the work. And unfortunately, we are a very precious society. We are a lazy society. We are an impatient society. We want to see results now. But the truth is, it takes time. It takes discipline. It takes commitment. And it takes patience. You can understand, you can hear the passion in my voice because I'm really passionate about this. I wish more people would actually listen and understand that they can make significant changes to their health, significant changes to their headspace simply by moving more and eating better. It's not that hard. Fuck the bloody stupid diets that are out there, the fad diets, the the carnival, the keto, all those stupid diets that yes, they play a role, but at the end of the day, they are simply all based around calories. Calories are king at the end of the day. And I'm not going to you know, jump into all the different diets and things like that. I'm not going to diss them. Everything serves a purpose. Everything is customized. Everything is for an individual depending on what they need. But you eat right, you train more, you're going to have a really fulfilling life. It's as simple as that. So I want to sort of elaborate on that. I don't want to go around in circles here, but don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. When you think it's tough, talk to someone. If you've got a coach, reach out to them. Be transparent. Be honest. Don't bullshit them because they can't see it. Whenever someone tells me that, oh, I'm going to come back, but I just need some time out, I know full well that's complete and utter BS. Okay? Tell me the truth. 
and then we can potentially work through it. Like I literally had a conversation with someone today who firstly said, look, I, I need to pull out. I can't do this coaching anymore uh, for my own mental health. We had a conversation. I went back to her and, and just spoke about the importance of continuing to train, the importance of exercise. I said, look, if you come back to me and you say you still want to go, you still want to cancel your coaching, that's no problem. I have complete respect for that. But these are the options you've got in front of you and the decisions you can make. And she came back to me and said, thank you so much. I know that I need to exercise. I will do that. Can you help me with this, this, and this? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And now she's going to pursue that and continue on. And that's not by no means a sales pitch or trying to retain clients. It's it's about helping the individual. It's about them seeing their, their true potential. And when you can see your true potential, life gets so much better. I tell you what, you know, who here doesn't want to be happy, doesn't want to be energetic, doesn't want to sleep better, doesn't want to f- have their cup full and be fulfilled every single day? You can achieve that simply by starting. That's one of the biggest things, the biggest challenges you've got is just to start. You start. And everything opens up and you go, oh my God, I wish I'd done this sooner. How many people have said that? I wish I started sooner. I wish I'd started sooner. You know, I wish I started when I was 16. Imagine the the life I'd be leaving now. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful for where I'm at in life right now. But my physique would be a lot different. My bodybuilding career would be completely different. Um, But I don't have any regrets because I'm now in a, a space that I'm really proud of. So look, I'll finish up there. I want to. I want to get those messages across. I think it's really important, and I hope people take a lot from it. I would appreciate any feedback you've got. Please message me, comment, share my podcast, um, and you know, if if you get something out of these podcasts, please let me know because I love that feedback. It's why I do it. You know, I, I make no money out of these podcasts. Um, it's simply a passion of mine and, and a platform to allow me to to say my piece and get some some value out there. So I do hope people um, get a little bit out of it themselves. So once again, thank you very much for tuning in. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please share them on your stories. Tag myself. Um, and you know I've released a new app as well, which obviously was part of the intro of this podcast. But jump on, on uh, your app store and search for Paul's Strength Book. Have a look if you're a non-client uh, and are interested because it is. I'm really proud of it. It is so comprehensive in what it offers. Um, and for a fraction of the price of you know generalized coaching, if you want to get a start, it's the best way to do it, that's for sure. So thank you once again. I will wind up now before I ramble any further. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.